Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. About Looks great. Tasty. Shouldn't we give thanks first? Thanks for what? Well, that we're not Native Americans who got their land stolen in exchange for smallpox-infested blankets. Amen. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. It ain't cool being no jive turkey. So close to Thanksgiving. This is Les Nesman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WK hey, on the turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. Hey, you got permission to be out here? What? You're blocking my store here, buddy. Don't you know who I am? Uh, I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye News Hawk Award last year. And now. It's a bright and shiny day. It's a bright and shiny day. Our feature presentation. Technically, it's not bright and shiny. Mm-mm. No, Yet. it's dark. Not it's even a dark. little. Yes. Marin Dungy. Yes. Hi. Yay! <laughs> Very excited. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? Marin is uh, filling in for Allie today. Mm-hmm. You know and the way like uh, baseball players wear the number of a player who like passed away all season? Uh-huh. I feel she's doing that. She brought her own Allie McKay water jug. Yeah. I did. With the inspirational sayings on it? Oh, sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. In you her, got it. In her yep. honor. Yep, yep, yep. In her wake. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but wait. Did you have that already? Well, there, did you I, both talk about it? The same we, 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 they actually called me to talk about the fact that we both had it. Like, I've called in. Hmm. There's been a discussion about my trash can mm-hmm. of water. It's yeah. a... It's a it's, giant tub of water. It's, it's a bucket. It's, yeah, it's leaking also over here. Oh, great. Well, oh, there's good. some condensation happening. So. Oh, condensation's all right. Okay. Listen, I've spilled we allow everything. It. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of spilling going on here. Uh, today, by the way. Oh, my God, it's raining! I mean, not, not technically a lot right now. But not yet. It's a really. little, bit of, uh, little bit of rain. Did you guys see the, uh, the freeways last night? Some of the video. It's so gross. It's crazy. I almost think they use the same video over I do here. too. Because I'm like, there's no way it's happening again. And they have to like but double it, it up because there's no way there's that, even that many cars can fit. Do people not know yeah. to leave er, er, earlier? I think I, people leaving yesterday is earlier. They like thought. last night. They thought. Because uh, it's Tuesday, right? No, instead of Wednesday. But wow. Yikes. And now it's like snowing in the grapevine and stuff. And they might be closing that down at some point. Are you serious? Yes. So that's... uh. That's not good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Just don't you, travel. Are you going days. anywhere? You no, oh, to Encino. 
That's Encino. Yeah. All right. On the day. All so right. I think Perfect. I'll be okay. Very nice. Yeah. Jensen? Uh, no, I, I, we do Orange County, which is a bit of a drive yeah. from the valley. Yeah, but mm-hmm. are you doing it on the day? We are doing it on the day. Because then it will be wide open. Yeah, yeah. I think on the day is fine. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not doing it today. Or the day yeah. before, yeah. Or yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the day after. Or I right feel now. like Yeah, or right now. I feel like Black <laughs> Friday, I get more scared of the freeways than anything. Really? A little bit. People are out and about, man. It's their day off. They like go and travel around. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's not their regular normal thing. They're just out running errands and going to stores and <laughs> yeah, shopping and doing to stuff. Do. They got things it's to pick three... up. They have people to trample. Right. It's like <laughs> it's, it's Wednesday and Sunday that are the bad travel days. That, and that's... Monday, by the way. They've and added Monday. Monday, too, yes. because Sunday's so busy, people started going, all right, listen, we'll come back on Monday. Oh, yeah. And then it's still kind of a nightmare. So I'm happy to not be traveling either. Yes. Mm-hmm. Makes me very happy. Happy to be here. Uh, happy to have you here. Marin for a whole week has been, from what it looks like on Instagram, practicing waking up this early just the day before because okay. i can't just suddenly get up at 3 30 you know? by the way um physiologically is that right and now sure that'll work you, that's a word you can i mean you yes yes <laughs> okay. yes it is possible right. but i wanted to sort of be able to go to sleep early like just get used to this mm-hmm. you know like that so by eight o'clock last night i was ready to go to bed which okay is perfect great so Were i you actually able feel- to sleep Yes. Really? Yes. What a miracle. That's yes. great. You know, who, Kevin's not, he's been doing it 30 years and still can't do that. What? I, I just can't. I don't know. I can't fall asleep then. And I try to take a nap every day, though. So, so that's the difference that right, I have right. is because I'm actually done, you know, by 10 or 1. Mm-hmm. And then I can go home and take a nap. Right, right, right. So that works. But I don't think I've ever <laughs> in my life did a dry run through of getting up early. <laughs> I'm a nerd. That's I'm not amazing. Even, I'm a nerd. You're I'm a massive hard. nerd. Yes. I, I am. love that. Yes, yeah. I, want, I was so excited that I wanted to not screw it up. I was like, please don't <laughs> screw this up for Allie. Uh, I get it, man. I, yeah. I, when I took the gig, I I really did. And, and Kevin knows this. I did a dry run of waking up that early before taking the job. Yeah. Yeah. No, you have to. Because mm-hmm. I was I mean, like, what if I hate it? <laughs> right. Right. And then you'd be like, this was awful. Awful. It's the fact that I didn't actually drive down in the morning to just like... Get, you know, thank God for ways. Yes. If not, I would have done that. Oh, really? You yeah, would have done um, you guys, a drive I'm Don, the whole way here? I am Don Dungy's daughter. It wow. is all about preparedness. Okay. you got to be ready. You would have done the drive. I would have done the drive if <laughs> I did not have ways. Did you lay out your clothes on the floor like first day of school? I didn't, but they were okay. ready. All I right, knew good. what I was you wearing. You knew what you were wearing. I knew what I was wearing. You knew I which got, water bottle you were bringing. I knew the water bottle. <laughs> I made the cupcakes. I mean, yeah. I was proud. She brought, I mean, we should have had her every day. She brought desserts. What? Look, look at this. Pumpkin spice how did cupcakes I, I with a brown. I walked right over and said hi to you. You how did. did I, wh- because Kevin, you're Kevin. And that's, you're the that's, night, you're the night rocker. Like yeah. you just missed it. it this is, this is what she does. She heard I spent $68 on a cake and said, I could do better. No. <laughs> it's, not that it I, it's not that I could do better. Mm-hmm. I just was like, here's an alternative. Yes. Oh no, by the way, everyone could do better. He, <laughs> well, there, Jensen yes. admitted I mean, yeah. it. Jensen's like, I don't know why I bought it. It was a bad mistake. <laughs> I'm going to just say, there's a brown butter cream cheese frosting on this that is <sighs> bananas. Uh, did you excited. make these? I did. She did I did. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is great. You Bye, wanna, Allie. Do you want to work for Allie? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Allie. (laughs) Allie's never brought us cupcakes. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Abit show, shall we? Now, the chicken nuggets with the barbecue sauce. Right. I don't know about you, but I know about me. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the Thanksgiving meal? Mm, That's the go-to? I would be psyched. He knows. Yeah? Honestly. Same. Uh, Richard Blade's going to be here today. Oh, Oh, man. How about that? I'm sorry, Marin? Oh, my God. I I mean, I'm so excited. I can't even. I can't. The sweetest guy in the world. That's so good to know. Sweetest person in the world. Yeah. I li- I've listened to him every day for 30 years. Yeah. For 30 years. Yeah. His voice is, it means a lot to people who grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, it's he was like, one of the people that built, helped build K Rock. Yeah. yeah. Brings yeah, yeah. you back. 
It's an amazing dude. Uh, RJ Bell is going to give us a preview of the NFL Week 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a new feature called Should I Have Said Something? <laughs> I like that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. um, we, Papa John apparently is oh, yeah. uh, is giving quite the interviews these days. Yeah, he he's sweating. Yeah. He is. One of the top things I took out of it. <laughs> that he Shiny. sweats a lot? He yeah. sweats a lot. I pulled clips, though. I'm excited to play him. All right. Uh, people are dumb on the program today, and uh, and my favorite grandma ever. Oh. I call her the dope grandma. She's she's my next future ex-wife, I think. <laughs> I, How I old have, is she, 92? I have stayed away 82. from this. 82. I was, 82. Oh, I she's rough. I told Jensen, don't I watch it. Stayed away. Because oh, because oh, you haven't seen it. This will no. be my first, not yeah, my first exposure. Oh. She's a miracle, and I love her. Yes. Well, I'm ready. All right, we will take a quick break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K U Rock Carol Q. Allie McKay is out this week, and Marin Dungey. Hmm. Yay! <laughs> hey guys, our I'm friend low. is here to fill in. Thank you. Of course. So psyched to be here. We just found out that you're shooting Picard. Did we know that? We I didn't know it. Also, I don't know Wait, if she said we, we could say, say it. Yeah. Well, it. It's on my IMDb, so okay, I believe okay. it's allowed. And okay. we brought it up because Allison Pill, who's mm-hmm. also in Picard, mm-hmm. it's her birthday today. Oh, okay. great. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, should we get to the what's sure. happening? Sure. What's happening? Is so, there any other shows that you've been on that maybe we could spoil? Like, just in case Kevin doesn't know. Like, just <laughs> bring it up, whatever, off air. Bring and then, it up. Something you know you're NDA. not supposed to speak about? As long as it's on my IMDb, okay, I okay. believe it's a legal, legally allowed. I have said nothing, and I said nothing about what I'm doing on Good. Said okay. Picard. All right. Mm-hmm. Coming in January. All yes. good. So, Deadpool director Tim Miller is out. He is <sighs> exiting the Ooh. franchise due mm. to friction with Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Now, Deadpool scored the highest R-rated opening in the, uh, history, mm-hmm. was not even shattered by the Joker. Um, but now, since he had a, a lukewarm box office performance with Terminator Dark Fate, he is stepping away. Uh, it became clear that Ryan wanted to be in control of the franchise, says Tim, and you can work that way as a director quite successfully, but I cannot. Whoa, I mean, that's not a friendly statement. No, that statement. doesn't. No. It sounds like it's it's an unfriendly statement that's supposed to sound <laughs> <Yeah>. friendly. <laughs> this isn't friendly when he says, but if I can't win, I don't want to play. Oh. oh. Yeah. Normally, so. you get those more watered-down Hollywood responses. Yeah. Those That's nope. a little more fighting words. That is. That's wow, fighting that's words, too bad. For sure. So, there you go. I don't know what's going to happen, and we'll find out who's going to take over, but uh, Ryan Reynolds out. is going to take over. <laughs> yes, yeah. I guess Ryan Reynolds. You know, honestly, that'd be kind of exciting. I would love to see that. Uh, also, uh, Radio Hall of Fame story, uh, John Tesh returned his trophy. Yeah. Yeah. We, he was not happy. He was not happy because his wife, Connie Selica, was cut off giving his introduction on a non-televised uh, show. Look, Kevin was there. Well, no, Kevin is uh, apparently that he was, John Tesh was honored with Sean, uh, Sean Hollywood Hamilton, mm-hmm. Harry Harrison, Dr. Ruth Westheimer, Ryan Seacrest, and others. Oh, no. Others. <laughs> no. You're in others? Over. He's in there in the others. That's no. the best thing I've ever heard. Hollywood got a mention before <laughs> yes. you. Yeah. Harsh. And others, that's so great. 30 years, not enough. Did no. Jim Rome also in other? Uh, yes, apparently. Yeah, and Rome. Wow. That's because he's friends with us. See? Yeah. We take everybody down. It's, it's I got to tell you, it's really funny to see they had these standing portraits of everybody in the little lobby. Yeah. And it was tuxedo, tuxedo, suit, me with my Ruka shirt, Bean with his Kiss Army shirt, and then tuxedo, tuxedo. Oh, that was pretty much everybody That's else. how others dress. But let me... <laughs> <laughs> That's how everyone dresses is what you mean? Uh. Um, but let me just say this. They gave us a clock at the beginning, yeah. and they said, if you go over this amount of time, 
you'll hear the music, and then if you go over that amount of time, we will cut your mic off and go to the video, the the, the interview. Right. right. And honestly, it had happened before, and people had gone over, and they got cut off, and it went to the video, and it was awkward, but it happened, and... Peace out, man. Yeah, so... It's odd to me that he took that much offense, considering he saw that clock was for everyone and that they were living by it. But like, he's John Tesh. I'm not sure if you're... And Connie mm-hmm. Selica of Hotel, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, here's the thing that most people don't know is, he he got up and gave his expe- acceptance speech, which I'm guessing is not going to be online. I doubt it. And he was like... If you do not disrespect my wife that way, you do not in do his that. speech in yeah. the Hall of Fame. <gasps> yes, Whoa. yes, he was saying Hall of Fame. You do not disrespect your life, and, that. and we but, think he left it on the stage as well. I think so. So but, he didn't even he. So he gave an acceptance speech and then just left the statue. That's what I we mean, believe. I think what? so. Yeah, it's either that or we heard a, uh, another he thing, which is that he left it there, and then another one that he sent it back. Either way, he didn't keep it. No, but the but the thing that no one heard that I could hear because I was close is as he was walking off the stage Connie was walking she caught up with him and she's like it's okay it's okay it's okay it's really okay like she was like trying to be real but he was just not having it I mean I I respect the love there I do too oh man but also everybody else was playing by the same rules yeah Yeah, I mean like you're not yeah I mean I can understand it was it was a rude ending to her introduction sure but so was it for three other people that had the exact same thing happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, good times. He gave it back, guys. Yep. Well, so. Still the guy who made Round Ball Rock. So, a hero <laughs> in my eyes. It's very true. He could be as I'm just, weird as possible. I'm just glad that you guys are still in. Mm-hmm. So but, far. I'm glad that you got in. Yeah, and they, they haven't called for it back. So, so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. at this time. We'll see. Um, well, we're going to do some celebrity birthdays. Sure. Uh, we've got Michael Vartan, my my old co star. There from you go. Yes. Happy birthday, Michael. I think uh, that's when I first saw you as Alias. Yes, yes. But that was when I was not allowed to come here because of lightning. Remember? I wasn't invited. Because of lightning? Oh, you yeah. You have to remind me like, later. Yeah. That was the, he was he was passing on the pitches is what you're saying. Like no, you, you he, would be. No, I was, blo- I was not welcome. I was not enough to get in. Everybody else could come in for some reason, mm. but my publicist could not. Lightning mm. wouldn't have it. Mm. Wow. We discussed this on air I like I know, two but, years ago. Yeah. Listen. I know. That's because you're not a truck. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a truck, we would have been Especially a raised truck, yeah. you'd have been right in. I would have been right You had there. a very strong motor. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, this is so awesome because I just had dinner with him on the Saturday night. I'm going to text him and let him know. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Good time. Uh, we've got Jaleel White who played Steve Urkel on Family Matters. I don't Matters. have to take this. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Manola Blahnik, Bill Nye the Science Guy, Charlotte Copley, and as I said, Allison Pill. From yes, Picard. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Happy birthday, you guys. I'm Marin Dungey filling in for Allie McKay. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. I'm new here. (laughs) It's day one. (laughs) Marin Dungey is here filling in for Allie McKay. Very happy to have you. So stoked. Thank you so much. Hey. Uh, Coming up a little bit later on this morning's show, we have uh, the dope grandma. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to tell you about that. Jensen will not let me watch the Papa John interview. No, I, I made you stay away. There are too many highlights. (laughs) It's going to be so good. And Richard Blade a little bit later on this morning. Oh, my God. Right now, though, it's time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. Uh, The first story comes out of Arizona. Uh, Arizona felon is back behind bars following his arrest last Saturday night on a grand theft burrito charge. Okay. (laughs) All right. That has to be joke writing, right? Uh, That's not a thing. It wouldn't seem real. According to investigators, Timothy Bell, 29, approached a man on a Phoenix street who was eating a burrito and just reached out and took it from him. Was the burrito made of gold? 
It doesn't say whether the burrito is mean, made of gold. Aren't all burritos made of gold? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. But then the next sentence is the stolen property. A felony complaint was, quote, a burrito of a value less than $1,000. <laughs> so I think they're trying to be funny by calling it a burrito. Anything less than $1,000 maybe is the same charge. Of a burrito? I don't I know. I understand. No, I'm just saying it says chart. It's a felony complaint. Right. It was a, quote, burrito of a value less than $1,000. Yeah, well, because they have. Is, be- is, is there a burrito more than, my than $100? Right. I mean, what is the burrito more made than $10 of? $10 Again, even. a burrito made of gold. Well, she might be on something now. Yeah. He was, uh, he was booked into Maricopa County Jail on felony robbery charge. Mm-hmm. You know what it probably is? Probably he had a char- couple of charges before. Sure. And like now. a, a quesadilla, have. an enchilada. Exactly. Right. Nachos. Um, a taco. Uh, DUI suspect 20 offered cops a brilliant explanation for why he reeked of alcohol. This guy uh, drove his car into a ditch. He's an Illinois man. He reeked of booze and explained to police the reason he smelled like alcohol is because he'd been making out with his girlfriend. Right. She had been drinking all sure. night. Right. Oh, Got that's it. how it that is. That makes sense. So that's what happened. So they let him go. That, that makes sense. I mean, they didn't really let him go. They actually gave him a, oh. uh, a test by the side of the oh. road, and he failed it miserably. Haters. Haters. Well, he was making out. I mean, that's... Right. And mm. then he repeated. He told deputies the reason he smelled like alcohol was that he had been making out with his girlfriend this evening, and she'd been drinking. He added, for some unknown reason, that... He made love to his girlfriend because we make love because we're adults now. Hmm. Oh, this is makes so much sense. Why? Is, mm-hmm. People are dumb. Why? Right. Yeah. Thank People you. People are dumb. People are dumb. That's right. Dumb. Man accused of attacking brother for not supporting him for entering America's Got Talent. Okay. <laughs> All right. 25-year-old Gregory Rary uh, started to tell his brother and his family that he was going to enter America's Got Talent, but he needed some help with the money. Help me pay for it. Mm-hmm. Ah. How fam- much does it cost? I don't know. <laughs> Wondering. I don't know. Seems like a wreck. Maybe it was... Maybe it was an out-of-town thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got to travel. Oh, Maybe. Right. That makes sense. Uh, family said, uh, you know, no. We're not going to help you with that. Mm-hmm. And mom and dad left. And then the kid left. And then the kid came back and found his brother and told his brother that uh, he was really upset that he wasn't going to sponsor him to be on America's Got Talent. And they got into a fight and he punched his brother twice in the face. Yes. Because his brother would not support him for America's Got Talent. Well, that takes some talent. That is, yeah. To punch your brother in the face? Does it? Nick Cannon, you're moving on. <laughs> I don't think that's... <laughs> he should sell that burrito made of gold and yeah. he have the money. <laughs> Albert Hedgen is a Dutch supermarket and apparently this is a weird thing. They were trying to figure out a way to make new uniforms for their thousands of employees. Mm-hmm. Right. So the way they did this was they called the staff at a branch and they said, here's what we want you to do. We want you to wear underwear or tight fitting clothing and we want you to take photos. Me like it. <laughs> and send them to us and maybe have a friend help you to get good angles. They told their employees this. This doesn't what? seem like it's about the uniforms. That's my point. But they are standing by that. They're like, oh, we have 100,000 different people in the company. We could send out all the emails. But this way, let's do it with an app. Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. we could accurately measure all of your uniforms. So it's a much more streamlined way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Right. So send us your half-nude selfies. Yes. And then we Tight can tailor it. clothing. And yeah. then we can give you a perfect uniform. It's not Is a bad plan. Just coming right from HR? Or? <laughs> In his defense, he said it's an innovative mobile app. Uh-huh. And no one was... It's not mandatory. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if, whoa, if you whoa. want to take 
if you want to take a photo of yourself with you very can. little clothes, you can. And it would help us give you a uniform, but if not, oh, it's all good. Well, that hmm. works. And then it turns out he got in trouble for that. Trouble, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I don't know who I sent my photos to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bummed. You have a whole bunch, right? Yeah. The internet is where you sent your photos to. And finally, um, I love the stories where somebody makes mistakes or looks stupid, and then the news starts making fun of them. Uh-huh. And in this particular case, the news is taking around an iPhone with video of this guy who robbed a bank and then fell three times in a row <laughs> trying to get away. Okay. And That's you can see the video of him. He's like runs through a brush and just face first. And oh, he pops it. right back up, face first again, and then a third fall. And got away. Okay. Here's the news report. That's one. Two, three times. <laughs> hey, you got to be out of your mind. That's the man the Caddo Sheriff's Office says robbed the Westla Federal Credit Union in South Shreveport yesterday. He walked in armed with a handgun and demanded cash. This is him attempting to run, but tripping. He got away. He's a lucky man. Now they're getting just third-person people that sure. were not involved. Sure. Hey, look at this video. Isn't this crazy? And then they're, like, rating how dumb he is. Okay. Because all you got to do is fall once. At least that's the way it is in the movies. All right, I like that. <laughs> look, I've seen movies where This is people... also kind of the news is dumb. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Yeah, they're having a good time with it. But it's reality. And now the sheriff's office is combing through surveillance video to track him. How did he get away? I don't know. Is he, how big were his shoes? He is fell he... three times. Is he wearing clown shoes? Yeah. And his getaway driver down. We believe that he was dropped off by somebody that was uh, driving the Dodge Caliber vehicle. Um, kind of fumbled his way to the front door, went in, grabbed the money. Uh, he was only in there for a very short period of time. All investigators know about the robber is he's 5'8 to 6 feet tall. At the time of the robbery, he was wearing a black hoodie, black pants, black shoes, and neon yellow gloves. Uh, an odd choice for gloves? Is he a wide receiver? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. While on the run, he dropped this mask and some of the cash. So he dropped the, his, his hoodie, his mask, and a bunch of the cash that he stole. Uh, he dropped. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> oh, but man, what the A spokesperson for the sheriff's office says this same man targeted Gibson Bank an hour before. I feel like you shouldn't rob banks if you came and walk straight. (laughs) See, this is what I love. Like, now they're just getting, no, guy on the street. What do you think of this guy? Black eyewitnesses are the, what the hell? They're the best. (laughs) The best. (laughs) Investigators are now following up on tips. They are thankful no one was hurt. That is pretty funny. And viewers hope the man and driver are caught, but enjoyed watching the clumsy criminal. (laughs) <laughs> show a little more. Yes, that's a good laugh. I have to show my husband when he gets home. <laughs> Damn, we're just getting people's reactions to viral videos. Hey, how funny is this? Look yeah. at this guy. Check he out this guy. Ba- <laughs> this baby tries wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jensen, I've uh, made you stay away from this story. Yes, I've avoided it at all costs. Because (laughs) 82-year-old Willie Murphy Mm -hmm. is... Hero. A hero. And a badass. Mm-hmm. Totally. And apparently works out all the time at the YMCA. All right. And a uh, poor, unfortunate thief broke into her the wrong house. Okay. And it was her house. A man who broke into a Rochester home last night turned out to be no match for the 82-year-old grandmother who lives there. And here she is, Willie Murphy, in her own words. The young man is in my home. Broke the door. And you know what? It's kind of semi-dark, and I'm alone, and I'm old. And now you're like, oh, no, she's scared. She's alone. Oh, the poor woman. But guess what? I'm tough. And you want to know what happens? She pulls up her sleeve, and she shows, like, she's got muscles. She deadlifts 220. She's ripped. Okay. She's an 82-year-old woman. (laughs) And then she's like, so now she starts explaining what happened. He picked the wrong house to break into. I took that table and I went to working on him. <laughs> and guess what? The table broke. Oh. She broke Wait, a table. Like on WWE? Him. A table yes. on him. Like she went with the table, not a chair. Right. And not even on, because in WWE, it's normally you take the wrestler and put him through the table. Oh, no. She, she took up... the table and put it through the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Deadlift 220. That's yes. all I'm going to say. That's nice. She beats him up with a table. Uh huh. But she's not done. And it had metal legs, and I'm jugging him, jugging him, jugging him. So now the table is broken. She's jugging him, you guys. She. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's. So, I don't want it though. It's so violent. You don't it's want it a to new happen. Name. I yeah. don't want it. I want. She's jugging him. The motion that she's doing is like almost like digging. Mm-hmm. So like but she's jabbing him. Well, with she's it. but she's jugging him. She's right. jugging him. Yeah. <laughs> jugging him. Good. Listen, I don't want that either. Whatever it is. And when he's down, I'm jumping on him. Ah, ah. Uh. Now she's jumping up and down on the guy she beat up with a table oh. and jugged him with a leg. Right. This is the kind of grandma I want Same. to be. Yes. And wait, me, wait, no. <laughs> Same kind of grandma I want. Right. I guess yeah. is what I should say. Yeah. And the telephone is still on for 911. I'm running in the kitchen. There's a bottle of baby shampoo on the table. All right, so she's mm. on the Why phone with 911. Why shampoo is my, what I want to uh, That was a good question. Yeah. I asked myself. This is thing. like extreme rules. Any, any, yes. Anything's a weapon. Yes. Okay. But, Think she is so clever that she's she's got it. The phone's going. Yep. She's the table. She's jugging him. Mm-hmm. She, she talked to nine one one and then left the phone down so they could trace it. Yeah, right. brilliant. She's good. Yes, she, I want a TV show on this woman. Same. Yeah. So then she goes back in. She finds baby shampoo. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's there necessarily, but I grabbed the shampoo and guess what? He's still on the ground. 
in his face, all over it, the whole thing. <laughs> and he's, he's trying to get up, and he's pulling, and I got the broom. Okay, now, okay, oh, wait, can I ask? Wait, 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 hold on. Wait. I have a question. Yeah. Hold up. Baby shampoo. Yes. Right. So you're telling me that she kind of maced him with it? Yes. yes. Baby shampoo doesn't hurt your eyes. Well, that's well, the whole thing about yeah, baby shampoo. Whole, if she dumped the whole, the whole thing? thing in your face, it's more of like after, a it's more of a waterboarding listen, situation. Listen. Okay, fine. But this is after she was jugging him. You right. Don't oh, right, right. Jug See? does break. Yeah. break table rules. first, then yeah. jug. jug. The table, the then jugging, jump, then the jumping, and then the baby then shampoo. The baby. You're changes out. everything. You're out. Yeah, yeah. changes yes. everything. And now she starts talking about a broom, which none of us had even heard about no. yet. No. He's trying to pull on the broom, and he's pulling the broom, and I'm hitting him. I'm hitting him with the broom, hitting him, and guess what? He wants to get the heck out of there, and I'm trying to help him get out of the house. Oh. So she wants to help him leave. Yeah. He's a little too big. But he's too heavy. I can't move oh, him. Oh, right. He's dead weight. <laughs> and at that time, uh, the police arrive on the porch, and the house is already open, so they come in. He's laying down already, because I had really did a number on that man. I'm serious. <laughs> This is he's, the greatest. He's still laying on the floor because of the table and the leg. Yeah. And yeah. the juggin. <laughs> and the, the juggin. And, and the jumping. The broom, the shampoo. <laughs> and the shampoo. Yeah. And a broom. I'm serious. Oh. 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 And you want to know something? I think he was happy when he went in the ambulance because I sent him in the ambulance. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's her telling the story to everybody at the YMCA. She yeah. sent him an she ambulance. ambulance. She's in a, the ambulance. She's yes. one of the new Expendables to me. Oh, I mean, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. I want this. She should be John Wick. She's she an was Avenger. so proud of the fact that he wanted to get in the ambulance just to get away from her. Yeah. This is the I murder she wrote, Woman I Want. That's this right. This is who I want. She's going to jug it away. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Jensen will not let me watch uh, the interview that he's about to introduce us to. Yeah. Marin I mean, Dudgy is here, too, by the way. I am. Which we're very excited about. Yes. And I feel like her opinion on this is something I'd like to hear. Okay. Okay. Would the name, without knowing we're going to be talking about Papa John, would you, the name John Schnatter make, like, would that ring a bell for no. either of you? No. Not no. at all. Okay. Not a little bit. John well, Schneider. Right. From the Dukes of Hazard. Different. Very different. Different genre. Less relevant. Uh, you <laughs> Less would, part of this story. Yes. Okay. You would know him by his former title of Papa John. Yes. Okay. We, would know. we remember yeah. the weird guy. He's the disgraced founder and former CEO of the pizza franchise. Well, he's returned back into the limelight with an interview he gave to a Kentucky regional TV station. Yes. WDRB. Mm. Okay, it's his first word since being outed from the company in late 2017 for saying the N-word during a company meeting. In a company what? meeting? In a company like, meeting. Like, not even, like, on the phone or no, like no, no. in a... Wow. Like an email to one person? What? This isn't a meeting, reg- uh, and we'll get into it. But it, it no was, black people? Uh, well, I mean, I don't think Papa John hangs with black people. <laughs> and that was kind of another thing. Is like, By the pa- way, does it matter? I, I know, but no, but, but like, well. Are you saying, like, he was, he, was he reciting hang? Ice Cube lyrics? Like, is that. <laughs> yeah, like, in what context? Like, are you just addressing a bunch of people and calling, like, and talking about Yeah, N-word? that's weird. Well, yeah. he has his theories, which we'll get to. Oh. Uh, he appeared uh, in an auditorium in this interview, uh, wearing his signature red button-up shirt. Like, imagine him in your head. 
You remember okay, that yeah. shirt? But now it no longer has the Papa John's logo. It's just like a oh, like empty. a personal logo. It's so sad. <laughs> that was a bummer. Uh, and to say he was sweating would be an understatement. Under- oh, no. Oh, I did see the photos. I didn't see the interview, but he's shy. Oh, Yeah, no. he was like watered down. Ooh. Like the same way like a flower grows. <laughs> Papa John was just drooling on himself. Like, um, like a fern. Like it was sad. Him. Yeah, it was yeah. depressing. He took no prisoners in a very odd, cryptic-ass interview, man. Let's hear the the uh, interviewer first set the stage and addressed the elephant in the room. It all started in May of 2018. Snyder admits he used the N-word during what was supposed to be an internal conference call on diversity training, but says he did it to convey his hatred of racism. <laughs> Come okay. on. All right, white people, let me just speak Please here. lay this out. Please. Uh, we don't ever use that word you just no. don't you don't get to call somebody my n-word like you just don't get to you don't get to take it you, also especially like, by the way he's talking ever. about diversity training and, and no yeah. you what? can't say i used a racist word to prove i'm not racist right. no you can't use colored people no right. you don't use negro like yeah, we it's awful not it's in, awful don't never, ever trust white. That's good advice. Okay, so John starts off his rants innocent enough, right? Calling out names like he's Tupac and hit him up. He's going after He's going after a group of his ex-friends who he believes went behind his back in a hostile pizza takeover. Steve Ritchie, Olivia Curley, the board of directors, all used the black community in race as a way to steal the company. Mm-hmm. And they stole the company and now they've destroyed the company. You know how like when like when your racist uncle says the word black, you know it means something different than yes, when you say it. Yes, very much so. Yes, uh-huh. it sounded like when he said black community, it felt worse. It makes that's what I get the hackles back <laughs> yeah. up on the back. By of the my way, neck. no one stole anything from him if he's using the N word. <laughs> Here's the thing: the the, the lack of any remorse. Mm-hmm. In, oh yeah, he's in, very in, angry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's always there's always blame. Mm-hmm. Not my fault. Didn't mean it. Da yeah. da da. It's that then you are always in the wrong. Yeah. He was also a guy I remember right. He's before. one step before saying I have a lot of black friends. Oh. I mean, he's right there. Oh, right. He, oh, he's still. He, he, we get to that point. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that. Oh, he, oh. Al- he, he also uh, he's a guy who like right before all this broke was saying like his pizza sales were down because Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Do you remember that? He said oh, he said what? like I don't well he was saying the N- the NFL controversies affected him because he was a major sponsor. He was the, the one that um, John Elway. No, uh, uh, Manning. Manning. Peyton Eli Manning. Peyton Manning, right, Peyton Manning wins the Super Bowl, and they tell him, uh, John is here. I think he believed it was John Elway. He turned around and then was forced into a weird hug with Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite clips. Okay. And with the company hiring all new people since he left, he has some thoughts on the new CEO. The new CEO is former Arby's president, Rob Lynch. Rob Lynch, um, he's never been a CEO. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. He doesn't really have a passion for quality. And probably most important, he doesn't have a passion for people. He's calling out names. That dude doesn't have a passion for people. He's not in the pizza category. He does not know pizza. By the way, my new insult to anyone is, brother, you're not in the pizza category. (laughs) That's like immediately what I'm going to tell people. Uh, And with this new regime, John has some thoughts on how the quality of their pizza and the diet of what sounds like an incredibly depressed man. And after years of touting better ingredients, better pizza, Schneider says it's ultimately the customer's 
who are left with a bad taste in their mouths. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days, and it's not the same pizza. It's not the same product. It just doesn't taste as good. The way they're making the pizza, the way they're putting the pizza together, is just not fundamentally sound to what makes a Papa John's pizza a Papa John's pizza. Okay, hold up. Oh, wait, this explains let the me, shine. Let, let, me play, let me play it again. Ready? Let me play the clip again. Just the beginning. Here. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. <laughs> Who does uh, that? Somebody how's, that fat and shiny. He is sad. fat and shiny. Maybe, maybe the shine was pizza grease. Yeah, I think he's showering. It's but, just coming through his pores. But <laughs> do you think that he really thought that he needed to do that extensive of a taste research to figure out that it's not being made right? Well, 40 <laughs> pizzas in 30 days? Imagine a man gets ousted from a company, and then in order to say that their pizzas are bad, he yes. eats 40 of them right. in 30 days. No, eat one. That's like a, that's like How a, do you eat 40 in 30 days? I don't, that's like a villain origin story. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and then he sat and ate 40 pizzas pizzas in 30 days. It's also a vomit organ yeah. story. It sounds disgusting. And also Ooh, imagine being... It doesn't sound the... terrible to me if well, I could just say that. please. Imagine being the guy delivering the 40 pizzas to the to the disgraced Papa John. Oh. Like, sweater, sweating guy opens yeah, the door. He won't believe it. John ordered 30 more. Uh, and with this in mind, John does not plan for this to be his final word. Uh, above and beyond what he plans on doing, he also gave money to an all-black college recently, and they definitely showed uh, the clip of him doing that. They wanted you to know that. Sure. And he also uh... built a gym for a largely urban high school. Mm-hmm. So these are all things he wanted you to know. Uh, but more than that, he wants you to know that he has some future plans to get back at who wronged him. But make no mistake, John Schnatter plans to share more than just his wealth. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight now? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? (laughs) Stay tuned. How soon will that happen? Stay tuned. Sooner than later. How creepy can you be? Stay tuned. When I talk to my publicist and like my my crisis manager, we'll figure it out. Also, that's maybe uh, that might be like a school shooter. That's insanity. (laughs) He does sound super crazy. And the reporter's like, "Why not just go ahead and set the record straight now?" As if that's all he's John's talking about. But may I? Can I play that clip again? Please go ahead. Yeah. But make no mistake, John Schnatter plans to share more than just his wealth. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight now? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? (laughs) Stay tuned. How soon will that happen? Stay tuned. Sooner than later. As soon soon as I digest these 40 pieces. (laughs) Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. And it's Thanksgiving, people. Mm -hmm. Let's get into it, shall we? Hit it. Yeah, yeah. Already hit it. Yep. Yep. Get it. Yep. We were told people get mad if we don't explain this song before we play it. Work it out. Wake up to this. Yeah. Sick face. Look at Muggs. Yeah. Muggs is moving only his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bop. It is a bop. It's already been certified. This is the same producer that did Friday with yes. Rebecca oh, Black. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why it sounds That's why it sounds exactly, exactly the, the same. same. But better. Mm-hmm. Great. Writing it, it down. Okay. Writing it down. Yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. New Year's. Yes, okay. I need it. This song is I like good. it. 
I like it. It's yeah. so catchy. It is. I don't like it's that I like it. I know. Yeah. I go home and still sing it. <laughs> Say, here comes the food. Here it is. Have a good time. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I just want to see who's yelling. Oh, I'm very excited. I'll do it again. Uh, All right, listen, we have a new feature for mm-hmm, you. And you, mm-hmm. as you know, those always go well. Yeah. Um, this feature is called Should I Have Said Something? Mm-hmm. Do I just go into the intro mugs? Or? Yeah, let's go into the intro. All right. Sometimes when you're out in public and an awkward situation arises that has nothing to do with you, but you feel like intervening anyway, but you're not sure if it's going to make the situation worse, and then you start to second-guess yourself if it's a good idea in the first place. That's why we ask the question, Should I have said something? 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 <laughs> Should I have said something? Should I have said something? Should I have said something? Oh, mugs. All right, so what's going to happen is... When you hear those songs, you always have to realize he does them in a very small room with Casey, our girl, on the, on the, a finger on the button girl. So she has to put up with it yep, over and over all the again. Time. You have to do it a 30th time? Yeah, we only hear it once, That's luckily. a lot of words. Yeah. All right, so now, Beer Mug is going to... Explain a situation to us. Yes. And then we're going to have to judge should he have said something. Yeah. So when I get my paycheck, I go to my most favorite restaurant in the whole wide world. And by restaurant, you mean casino? Well, Mm -hmm. that's after the restaurant. (laughs) All right. Uh, And it is that of a little place called Sugarfish. I spend my entire paycheck yeah. there. I don't know what that is. Is that sushi? That's oh, sushi. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good okay. sushi place. Very... So you just eat mac and cheese, right? Well, I mean, yeah. for the most part. And lasagna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I swear that Sugarfish puts nicotine in their in their sushi. Because... Or it's just great. Oh, or it's it. just great. But So I spend my entire paycheck there right when I get paid. And I was there a couple weeks ago sitting at the sushi bar like I do because I'm a loner. And sushi bar. Wait, Valley or Hollywood side? Which Hollywood side. Hollywood side. Hollywood side. And um, the sushi bar, you don't need a, a reservation. When you, when you, normally, when you walk into the restaurant, for all you sugarfish heads out there, <laughs> uh, your whole party has to be there to be to be able to, to uh, be, be seated, sat right? to be seated. That's but most restaurants, but, I think. Right, but, right. Yeah. at the sushi bar, you if there's a seat open, boom, you go right on, and you're you're good. So I'm sitting at the sushi bar eating. And there's about two other people. There's eight seats at the bar. There's two other people sitting at the bar. And then one guy walks in and sits down. And the one of the waiters comes up to him and says, um, excuse me, sir, um, the sushi bar, you can't, you can't sit and wait for your table there. That We have to leave those seats open. Oh, he was waiting for his group to get right. there so then he could be seated? He was using it as the waiting room. Gotcha. Right. Like a bar. Like yeah, an exactly. Bar yeah, bar, which, but it's a food which you bar. can do, food. yes, but well, not here. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. right. So, so he's, the waiter tells him that, and the guy goes, what? He's like, yeah, that's um, we we can't have you be sitting there. What, what, immediately he was he was so defensive. I'm defensive. sure. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean I can't sit here? And he was getting loud, like he went from zero to sixty in in five seconds. What do you mean I can't sit here? Mm-hmm. I'm, Entitled I'm, is what I was yeah. saying. Yes. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. That's just that's just the restaurant's policy. We we keep it open. And, but there, but there's no one here. Right? There's no one here. I mean, I just want to step in and say technically. He's right in that the chairs are open, and if somebody comes in, there's a place to sit. But that However, person would never know that the seat is available. So if they walk in and they want to go to the sushi bar, they assume he's eating. Agreed. Right. Also, Agreed. like, can we all give a break to the people who work at restaurants? Yes. Yeah, yes. Agree and too. It, that's just the policy. Exactly. Just saying what the rules Especially are. Especially November, December. And he or she didn't 
wasn't raising their voice at this point not at all, at all. I would assume, right? Not at all. Uh, he. he. And okay. he was being really professional. Right. So he goes, what do you mean? There, there's nobody sitting here. That's ridiculous. Um, and then he repeated himself again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sir. That's our policy in case you know people come in and we, we need those seats mm-hmm. open in case the bar fills up. I just don't understand this. This is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm sitting here trying to enjoy my salmon cut roll. Right. Trying and, to enjoy your entire paycheck, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I mean, worked two months for this salmon <laughs> cut roll. Seriously. So I'm sitting there, and that's when the question hit me. We have the stab. Should I have said something? Yes. Okay, wait. Marin is a yes. I am a yes okay. on this. Mm. Particularly because it's a dude, a dude, and a dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. No. Particular, no. Well, look, if the host was a girl, for sure. For oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great, yeah. For, for sure. sure. For sure. But this guy's still being a jackass. He's still going. And in. you need to come in. Yes, but you're forgetting one thing. Who's <laughs> might be doing the talking? Yeah. Who might be saying something? Now, maybe Muggs isn't the guy that to needs to stand up and regulate. But right. what is the right? st- Okay, what is the st- stand up and regulation? <laughs> Whatever. I think you should. What do you say? You say, hey, this guy's just doing his job. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Back off. Like, just back off. That's what I was and thinking. And I'm trying to enjoy my, my two months food. of, two months of, of salary. money <laughs> yeah. on this one salmon. I, I just got a raise. That's the only reason I can even be here. <laughs> yeah. I went from tuna to salmon. Yeah. I'm like, I'm uh, upgrade. So up. how long did this go on? This went up on for about three minutes. That's oh, long. That's a three long, minutes is long, long, long time. That's a long fight. Oh, I think fight. any of us. At I would have pulled my minutes. earrings out. I'd be like, call my dad. I'm going to need bail. Yeah. It's on. Um, it is a difficult position to be put in. Because you don't want to escalate it more either. Ooh, right. I do. <laughs> you do. Oh, yeah. You want this guy just to be thrown I'm a ju- out. I'm he's jugging a jackass. Him. I'm, I'm jugging, jugging him. him. I'm just right. jugging him like in his it. leg. I'm going to break the cycle. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is difficult because you, you almost want it to pass. Also, growing well, up. I think most people, for that exact reason, they just want it to pass. Most people just sort of sit back and wait and hope it ends quickly. Well, born and raised in LA, there is a bit of me that ignores a lot of what I see on the streets from kind of one, a person alone, not you, like fights and you stuff. You sort of have You kind of have to ignore the yelling and the screaming of curse words, etc. Stuff where not, you know, not our uh, people who might be mentally ill out on the streets. I can't stop for every single one. Well, no, and that's Nor also should you, you. You don't want to yeah. dance with crazy. Like right. you like, you know, there was a woman who came into CVS the other day who was like, Bleh! and like sounded like an <laughs> elephant and took her pants off. You understand? <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Right. Like I'm, yeah. she, I'm hiding. She's covered call, in cats. I'm hiding in the first aid. <laughs> call, I'm in the back. Call me next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love crazy. Yeah. And the thing was too is as he was carrying on about this, number one, it's really annoying and he's being really loud. Uh, and there's an open bench for anybody who wants to sit. Oh, right like a waiting bench? Yeah, right. Oh. Waiting bench right behind him. And I'm the whole time I'm sitting here, I'm like, do I say something? Because Should no. I have said something? Because I was like, you know, I, if I say something, mm-hmm. he, what if he turns his, his entitlement anger to, anger to me? Like, oh, yeah, mind your own effing business. Or, and, and then you go, you would take this outside? Yeah, that's exactly. But here's I would have been No, angry. because then I'll lose my seat. <laughs> exactly. And my fish will get colder. Yeah. No, but what, I mean, like, what, is he going to ask, is he going to escalate and uh, uh, up it in sugar fish? I don't know. I think oh, he will. I, I think this guy, from what I've heard, probably would have. Yeah, no? I think he will. Yeah, and that's why I, I, I didn't, so what happened was, is uh, I didn't end up saying anything. Okay. okay. Because it finally stopped. He finally gave up. And went to the bench? And went to the bench. Okay. And but the whole time, I was just like that was that really was very annoying to me as mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here sitting here trying to enjoy my meal. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like next time that happens, do I do I yes. say something? 
Yes. I'm, I'm on the fence. Oh my god! I'm you on guys. the listen. I'm on the fence. I don't like escalating in public yeah. because I feel like it might just go away and then it's over. Right. And then I might be able to get a little wink going with the waiter, be like, "Man, that guy was a real d bag." And that's what I said. To, <laughs> I, exactly. I was get like, a little extra. I, yeah. I said to the waiter, "I'm like, man, you, you deal with a lot of a holes here, huh?" He's like, "Oh, that's another just another day in Hollywood." Right. And I was just like, mm. I feel bad for you, man. He's like, it's okay. I deal with it all the time. I just take a little extra time bringing out his food. So See? my ruling on this is it depends on who might be doing the talking. Mm-hmm. True. If Marin is there, good. Say something. Yeah. Right. If Jensen's there, I feel like he probably waits it out a little, and so do I, mm-hmm. because we don't want to... But if Muggs is there, should he say something? I mean, we have to consider who the... Muggs, you're a big, strong, strapping, mm, good-looking that's dude. That's not the point. <laughs> yeah. That isn't the point. <laughs> also, I mean, he he's eating his food, and he really takes you that. Do not separate a man yeah. from his food. Yeah, he, he would be even anger. That's my yeah, little... That's my, that's my cone of silence. <laughs> yeah, please. So what have we decided? We decided you're a... <sighs> I, I'm Jensen's a, in this case. I'm a no. He didn't say anything. He then and shouldn't have. Correct. Then he he collaborated with the waiter on a little bit of a response. And I just, and I do get that because right. I had to do that with a an elf. Like at the Grove, right. there was a woman giving an elf a really hard time. Oh, like I, just I'm, going. No, I'm I'm into that. I'm, I'm always fighting <laughs> no, but, for the elf. No, but a female elf. And she was just going no. at it and just being a complete. All elfs matter. I yeah. will jump in that immediately. Okay, and Mm-mm. but like so they kicked her out of line. Yeah. yeah. And because I was there with my my uh, former mother-in-law and my sure. kids, and like you know we were kind of like you know like sort of supporting the elf. Oh, we all do. Yeah. She let us in line, <gasps> brought us in. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. I tipped her, and she's like, "I can't." I said, "Please, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that." Mm-hmm. So I, I, we gave the like sort of like winky winky yeah. of like I got your back if things get out of hand here. She's like, thank God I could finally get sugar fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Marin Dungey is here. She is filling in for Allie McKay. Hi guys. Yay! You're doing such a great job. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yes. I love being here. It's super fun. Love having you. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, okay, so here's the news: the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker script got posted on eBay. Whoa. <laughs> After an actor left it on the bed, under the bed, J.J. Uh, Abrams has some words about this. The security is, is insane. I mean, the company, they were really nervous about anything getting out. They had only a handful of scripts, and they were printed on crazy, uncopyable paper. And then one of our actors, and I'm not going to say which one. I want to, but I won't, <laughs> left it under their bed, and it was found by someone who was cleaning their place. And it was given to someone else who then went to sell it on eBay. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't sound like he's super angry. Oh, 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 no, no. I, having worked, JJ is my old boss from Alias. Yes. Yeah, that is, that is, an, JJ is the sunniest, happiest guy. That is angry, oh, JJ. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But thank God uh, they were able to get it back and nobody was, you know, damaged in That's that. one of those things where you go, okay, I can understand why somebody would think they could get some money for it, but no one wants that. Are you kidding? I mean, Are you? I mean, I wait, don't want I mean, I uh, don't. I no, don't. never oh want to. People would fans. die for, and also just the uh, the movie press and stuff, like the people who do spoilers all the time, that's oh, like a dream yeah. come true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been bad news bears. So. I just wouldn't want to know. That, that, that would totally right. ruin everything for me. I, 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 I like I, the anticipation of waiting for it to see it. 100%. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, I, that would go for a lot of money. So they are very lucky that they were able to Technically selling stolen property, right? So it's going to be very easy to pull off. Yeah, yeah Disney got it back, yeah. so everybody is okay. And then Daisy Ridley was recently on Jimmy Fallon, and she was talking about how uh, a lot of the stormtroopers in the movies have been played by famous people. Oh. A lot of people get dressed up as stormtroopers yeah. in, in the last one. Yes. And it was a lot of them, you can't say who was in it, but I know one confirmed was Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah, Daniel Craig was in the first one. It's wild. Yeah. And I heard, like, 
Prince Harry and Prince William were. Yeah, they were in it. And then they were cut out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Also, Tom Hardy, and Tom Hardy was amazing as a stormtrooper. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. How are you amazing as a stormtrooper, though? I mean, honestly. It's just like you running around? I mean, yeah. How did like you get cut out? I know, yeah, yeah. And, like, and how would you know? She's like, also, uh, Dr. Bill Cosby was one <laughs> at Harvey Weinstein. Uh, there was uh, Casey Anthony. Uh, wow. It was just like a lot of people who want to act but like don't want to show their face. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's no. awesome. I would want to be a stormtrooper in a second. In a thousand. Yeah, oh my God. I, so I have cool. a friend who's one in Mandalorian. Really? Currently a secret, I, I think, still. Oh, Soon, wow. though. Soon, I think you'll realize it. But the funny part is, is he doesn't take off his mask in it. Well, how do you find out? You, you, well, the credits, but you'll oh, also, I, I think okay. you'll recognize, maybe not his voice, but you'll recognize who he's with. Voice Do they, oh, oh I guess so those, oh, those other stormtroopers are speaking, because they do yes, speak. Yes. yes, and they flew him out and used their body, uh, like he even said, he was like, I was surprised when they flew me out, uh, because why do they need me there? He's like, I'll just add the voice later, but I guess the directors and everybody uh, wanted to have their body language. Wow. Mm -hmm. Could you, you said his partner was there too that's a clue no not it isn't actually friend is it's a partner in the show but not not oh, in, uh, okay. in the well, I, I, I guess we're never gonna know but mm -hmm. no you'll know it'll 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 come out oh it's a mandalorian it's, it has a, a story arc and everything it's good okay yeah okay or, so I I've well, i'm looking look so i've been told okay mm -hmm. um so I, since you usually I listen it's i'm just happy kevin space is getting work again you know what <laughs> i, I mean? know it's, it's good it's good <laughs> hey how about this you guys uber has lost its license in london so Ooh. somebody needs to tell bean that's right. He's going to have to take wow. his car. He's been wanting to use uh, He's even said he sold his car and he's going to be using Uber. I mean, there's, did he say Uber or did he say the tube? Or is that oh, too much there's for, good, is that, The you know tube what? is good there. The tube is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really, there's good public transportation. There, Absolutely. But, but. And like to and to get a, a, a taxi driver's license, you have to take like a, a very extensive test there because the streets are so windy and yeah. crazy. And But like there's then uh, there was a whole wow. thing with safety because people who were like, you know, placed on uh a leave, they would sell their license to somebody else. They would send oh, like pictures. Like grandfathered almost. Oh, yes, they wow. would sell pictures of people. You know, this is who you have to pick up, and it was just being passed on. And so there was unlicensed and uninsured drivers driving. So they have cut Uber for now. Do we London. think that might happen here at any point? I mean, if they're if that's really happening and they're transferring licenses to other people, well, no. I, I don't know what the level. Like, I mean, here you have Uber Black and Uber yeah. like certain Ubers where you you know that like. And, and, and any woman traveling at night, you should definitely do Uber, like spend that money because mm -hmm. you know that you're getting somebody safety to get you home because there has been trouble. And recently there was a story where an Uber uh, was trying to, like he flashed his lights at a truck driver here and it was going to kidnap this woman. And she saw it and she called 911 and 911 was like, jump out of the car. And like, it was a whole thing. Like, <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. It's I always a, thought that that flashing light thing was like fake. Me too. I thought it was just. I thought like somebody's going to get jumped into a gang. Yeah. <laughs> no? I don't know. Maybe. That's how you become a crip. I think. And that's Whatever. how you learn how to jug it. Yeah. Um, that's how you learn how to jug someone. <laughs> but, you know, it's really, I mean, the whole, but yes, I, I, I think that that could happen. But I don't know if they have the levels of Uber of there control. that they. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. All so. I want to do is zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah, well, you're, yeah, you're trying to do it with the two. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah, Bean, listen up. <laughs> Safety first, everybody. I'm going to do some celebrity birthdays, everyone. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Vartan, my old co-star and alias, yeah. is it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Michael. We've got Jaleel White, who played Urkel on Family I don't ever take this. I'm going home. All right. <laughs> Manolo Blahnik, who makes the best shoes. Bill Nye, the science guy. Charlotte Copley from District 9. And Allison Pill coming up in Picard. Which you're also With in. you. Well, a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I'm Marin Dungey <laughs> filling in for Ally McKay, and that is what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Richard Blade. Richard Blade. How are you guys? How are you doing? Legend Richard Blade. I'm a little sore. I got into a fight last night. Uh I got Mm -hmm. beaten up. By what? I went to the wrong house, and I walked in, and there was this there was old, old lady, lady there, and she broke a <laughs> table does, over my yeah. back, and oh it my It does God. look like you got jugged. Yeah, my <laughs> eyes had this baby shampoo. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> How great was she? Oh, she was awesome, but $5,000 bail to be released, so there you go. Glad you're out, man. Yeah. Thanks. Richard Blade, for those of you that are new listeners, is one of the reasons K-Rock became K-Rock. Yes. He was laying oh. the bricks. Laying the bricks. Laying the bricks. We've talked We've talked about the Amongst Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of K Rock. <laughs> you are clearly a, the, the, maybe even the first inductee to it. Oh, well, thank you so much. I think much. so too. I cool. would say so. Well, I'm in, uh, you know, a hallowed presence because we have to say the Kevin and Bean show, probably the greatest morning show in the history I of mean, Southern California. Hands down. I mean, that might be an understatement. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a so, Jay Thomas guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, um, I hate to go back in time because you have a yeah. new book to talk about. Right, right. But, but please humor me and tell us the story from uh, World in My Eyes, well, well, which is the story of... Yeah, it's my autobiography. Yes. And a lot of K-Rock, of course, is in there, but it does go back before K-Rock. And uh, I think you want the Barbara Streisand story. Please. Is that the one? Oh, please. Because yeah. it's the bonkest... Bonkerest? Bonkiest? Most bonky. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there's also the Michael Jackson story. Well, I which thought is that pretty was the same. Pro- is that yeah. not the same thing? Well, no. no. Oh. But it, one leads to another. Okay. Right, yeah, right, well, right, right, I mean, uh, that was when I was uh, Dick Shepard before I, I adopted the name Richard Blade. You know, Richard's the real name. But sure. uh, I got Blade from Blade Runner. Oh, which, excellent. Which oh. now is a historical movie. Yeah. Because it was set in November of 2019. So crazy. And so, luckily, the world looks just like it did yeah, in the movie. Exactly. It makes sense. It's yeah, it totally makes yeah. sense. Exactly. So uh, I, w- I was doing these uh, parties and uh, mobile disco because no one would hire me in L.A. on the radio because they said, you'll never work with a voice like that because of the English <laughs> accent. Yeah, the yeah. accent and everything. Oh, it was disgusting. I was thrown out of every radio station. <laughs> And um, I, I couldn't find K Rock at the time. I never, that was the one I hadn't tried. But you know, K I Q Q, as they say, and Kiss FM, and all those were throwing me out. They said you'll never work. Never. And, and so uh, I was doing uh, mobiles, and then uh, doing really well. And I got approached by a party planner who said uh, we've got a bar mitzvah coming up. And I had no clue what a bar mitzvah was. <laughs> I was from a small town in England, not a big Jewish population. Right, right. Bar mitzvahs weren't celebrated over there, but I figured it's a bar, and I'd worked at a lot of bars. So, <laughs> you know, I, what's a mitzvah? I'll find out. And so um, 
I met this woman outside of uh, Gladstones in Malibu and we carpooled to her client's house. And we pulled up and we went under this bridge at Paradise Cove and then up into this alcove. And the woman had bought three homes so she wow. couldn't be looked wow. into. And uh, she said, I'll introduce you. And she goes, um, this is uh, Dick Shepard. He's a DJ. This is Miss Streisand. Oh, and I was God. like, oh, wow. And I, so I, I shake a hand. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. You know, I was hoping it was someone like Anita Ward. You know who'd done right? Ring my bell. Ring my bell. <laughs> and then I would have I'm been right impressed. A real superstar. You know, yeah. yeah. But um, one hit wonder. Yeah. Anita bell. This but, must be b- bonkers for you not being because you weren't on K Rock yet, or yes? No, no, no you no, weren't no, on K Rock. No, no, this is too. So you weren't even year. in the business. No, I wasn't oh, wow. in the business. Yeah, mind blowing. Yeah, and then afterwards, after the meeting, yeah, we went over what was going to happen, and she was going to put a circus tent over one of the paddocks there for the uh, paddocks for the horses. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but they're cleaning Thank out you. the horses. I didn't know yeah. what paddocks was. Exactly, and it was a three-ring circus tent, and around each of the poles, they were going to bring in different food. So one was French cuisine, one was Chinese food, oh and I forget what the third was. And uh, she asked what my uh, audio video needs were, and wow. I, I told her, and she was the nicest person ever. I was afterwards, so I researched her. You know, there was no because you didn't know who Barbara Streisand was. Well, I knew she'd had a couple of hits, oh my God. and I, I knew <laughs> I knew parents. Sweet Jesus. I knew parents liked her because I was a kid. I was like twenty three, oh, twenty four, yeah. and then I suddenly realized, oh, and then I had a song come out in between. The actual bar mitzvah for Jason for Jason Gold, her child with uh, Elliot Gold, and um, she had a huge hit with Neil Diamond. You don't bring me flowers, mm-hmm. and Gorgeous. so uh, yeah. And then I went, oh my gosh, she's only the biggest female singer in American history Ever. at the time, yes, you know. Yes. Right. And she's a diva. I'm not meant to talk to her. <laughs> la 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 la. So we're doing the party. We're like an hour into the party. She comes up to me and she goes, "You look so hungry. Have you eaten?" And I said, no, no, I, I've been working. She goes, well, what would you like me to get me, get you? And I said, what? Um, what I, w- that doesn't sound like a diva. What do you have? And she said, well, we've got French, we've got Chinese, we've got the third thing that we, sure you're going to forget it's over Italian. the years. It's probably Italian. So I said Chinese. And so America's most famous singing waitress brings me this wow. play. Oh my God. She could not have been nicer. But, oh. but everyone was at this party because it is Barbara Streisand's party. So Donna Summer is there and Neil Bogart is there who runs Casablanca Records Mm -hmm. and Larry Hagman is there. I mean, just everyone is there. And suddenly I find that I'm doing every single celebrity party in town. It was crazy. There was a a catering company called Along Came Mary that did all these parties. So once you impress at that level, you're the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I get to do this party for Zsa Zsa Gabor. And that was oh, an, so. These are two different stories. Yeah, okay. right. Because because of the Barbara Streisand. Right, right, right. And this is a huge turning point in my life because at the party, a my all time hero, Sean Connery, oh my who comes geez. up to me and he goes, are, "Are you from England?" And I said, "Yes." <laughs> Very good, Sean Connery. Uh, can I hear that some more? Uh, are you from England? <laughs> and, good. I, and I said, "Yes," but. You're from Scotland. He goes, thank God. Everyone over here thinks I'm English. He goes, what a bloody insult. And, and so he, he was the biggest sweetheart. And I said, you know, I used to go to school with a wet elbow because of you. And he goes, I'm what? afraid of this story. Why would that be? And I said, I had a 007 shoulder holster water pistol, which today I would have been arrested taking that to sure. school, right? And he goes, 
Those bloody things always did leak, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he couldn't have been nicer. And I met him one other time, and I wish I'd seen him again since because he's my hero. But Michael Jackson was at the party as well. At this John Jacques Gabor party. And, yeah, and you knew, did the, you know who she, he was at the time? Oh, oh, absolutely. Okay. Because, I mean, I grew up with, I mean, in England, R&B music, it didn't matter if you were black. It didn't matter if you were white. Right. R&B was what it was all about. So I grew up with Marvin Gaye. I grew up with the Jackson 5, Tammy Terrell. I mean, that was that was my music. I right. mean, I loved it. And the, the party, Jacques uh, Dubois had a stilt house in the Hollywood Hills. Mm-hmm. So the party was upstairs, and I was downstairs waiting for the food to be served and everything. They finished dinner, they come down. But this little black boy comes down, sits with his back to a Sirwin Vegas speaker, and he's asking me if I could play music for him. And I'm like, what would you like to hear? And he goes, can I look through your records? And I said, absolutely. And he goes through and he pulls out Marvin Gaye, got to give it up. And the greatest. He said, could you play that for me? And I played it. And he gets out there and he starts dancing. By himself. By himself. And I said, I just got sent as a promo copy your new album. The, so the, you figured it out with Michael Jackson. Oh, no. absolutely. Oh, oh, I knew instantly. I mean, <laughs> it would be funny, though, if Richard's like, this kid can really dance. Yeah, he, he's not I bad. finally hit the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually won a couple of dance contests, so I was thinking I yeah. should show him a couple of moves. But... <laughs> Let me show you what it's like to jump over your own leg, kid. <laughs> yeah, but after two seconds of watching Michael Jackson, it's just him and me. Oh, my God. And so I said, you know, I've got your new album. And he goes... You do? Was this off the wall? No, no. It's not off the wall. He's working on off the wall. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So I had the Jacksons album, oh, oh, Vic- which was no, no. when it was the Jacksons and the S looked like a five because they yes. just left Motown oh, right. and gone to Columbia. Right. So he said, oh, play that. So it's like Shake Your Body. And, shake and, Your Body, yes, Dance to the Ground, which those. was okay. incidentally written by Michael Jackson, but not by the Michael Jackson, someone else with the same name. Really? I know, it's really weird. That's odd. So he had all those moves down. Right. And then, so he's dancing to them, I'm watching, I'm going, this guy is amazing. This is before the Grammy Awards where he went up and did the Billie Jean and all that three years later. And he said, do you have a cassette player? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, I'll be back. And he went down to his car Got a cassette from his driver. This is like a private yeah. one-on-one party. And he put in the cassette, and I say in the book, I don't know if it was Don't Stop, Off the Wall, or Rot With You, because I was so blown away as with <laughs> but what... But it's one of the three It was off one the of wall. the three. Mm-hmm. And he had me play it, and then he would put his hand up, and he goes, stop, stop, stop. Can you rewind it a little bit? And I'm praying that the cassette isn't going to go entangle, yeah, you know, right? break or oh, no. a pencil and have to rewind it. <laughs> so I rewind it about three times and he goes, it's just not right. And I, I said, it sounds great. And he goes, the horns aren't coming in loud enough. And he said, do me a favor. When I point at you, turn it up loud. So I said, okay, we start again. He's there and he points and I turn it up and he goes, that's it. That's it. I'm telling Quincy tomorrow, the <laughs> horns have to come in louder. And it was so the most... you produced the album. Yeah, right? congratulations. I, no, no. By I, 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 I wish he arranged it. No, give, him the give him the Grammy. Give him the Grammy. No, I, I <laughs> wish. But no, he's not dead. So no. I, I thought, I thought, you know, <laughs> this was my experience with a kid who I'd grown up loving in England. I mean, the Jackson Five, ABC, of One course. Bad mm-hmm. Apple, oh, the whole thing. Just loved it. I played it as a kid in the in the in the college discos. It was incredible. Three days later, I get this phone call. Hi. Having a party at my house on Havenhurst, and so I started doing all the parties for Michael. Whoa! And he it, smokes. It was the most amazing thing, and 
I saw kids over at his house and I never once saw him do anything that made me go, that was weird. Mm -hmm. He just happened to love people. He happened to love kids because kids gravitated to him. They, he liked to dance. They liked to see him party. He's very, he was very much a child. I know. And his whole I, life. I can't say one side or another. I have no evidence. I didn't see anything. But all I ever saw at the parties and all I ever saw at his mansion in Encino was when the children were around, he treated them 100% with respect. There was nothing that made me go, that's not quite right. And so, I mean, he was incredible. And then I did the Platinum Release Party when they did the Victory Tour What's for the happening? Jacksons. This it is was... not, by the way, the stories I thought I would hear from Richard no, White. No. Yeah, like, I was waiting for, like, okay, then Duran Duran. And then became, and then, De and then oh, they became the Jackson 6, which is Congratulations on the Grammy. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I absolutely love them. And, uh, and he was... Just to be in the same room as him was amazing because, you know, you think, oh, yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm, 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 I'm a good DJ. And then you watch Michael Jackson. You go, I should be just unloading trash as a living. Because <laughs> he, is, he had so much talent and so much ability. And the thing he had was focus. He knew what he wanted with his music mm -hmm. and his performance. And he never phoned it in. He was just Unbelievable. All right. Richard so. Blade is here, uh, one of the people that built K-Rock, and he's written a fictional book now. Which mm -hmm. is insane. Which we haven't had time to talk about okay. yet, so can you stick around for another uh, break? I would be honored. Right. Absolutely. We'll stick around for one more. We'll talk about that next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Richard Blade is in the studio with us. Yay! Yay! What an honor to be back at K-Rock. Love having you, you know? here every time. You know that. Oh, absolutely. You're always welcome. You know, I think... I'm not going to be modest here. I'm going to be honest. I think I'm the biggest promoter of K-Rock because I do so many live gigs. Like, for example, I was at the uh, the Palace. I know it's called the Avalon. Right. It'll always be the Palace sure, sure, sure. on Sunday for the Depeche Mode convention. Uh -huh. Sold out 1,400 people. And I got everyone to go, K-Rock. Ah! You know, yeah. I, I do it at all the gigs. And people say, you know, uh, you know what? What happened with K-Rock? And I go, they gave me the greatest going away party. It was the most fantastic thing. Kevin and Bean hosted it, and, uh, and went, everyone went showed up. That oh, was it was it was it was wonderful. I and there's very few stations in the world, not just in America, but in the world, that are so loyal as K Rock. If you show up on time and you do a good job. You can stay, you know. I if mean, you show up on time. Yeah, that's right. But we're really <laughs> testing that theory yeah. here. So. I, I mean, it, it's amazing because it's not just the the management that are loyal to the staff. It's the listeners loyal to the station. Oh, very much and so. Yeah, it, it's, it's incredible. Southern California has been such a pocket of music. And I think it's an interaction. It's an interaction of K-Rock and the listeners, you but know. it's a worldwide state I mean, yes. people, oh, yeah. you can go anywhere and I'm not any, I mean not but like uh, worldwide it is oh, a big deal and people but people are jealous people are jealous because they live in Duluth and not in Southern California because right. they might be to hear K-Rock online but they know they're not part of the K-Rock events and the K-Rock community because mm -hmm. the listeners are not listeners they're part of the community right. and I always say to people that back in the day and even now when you work for K-Rock you would get off the air and you would put on the station. And it's very rare because most people that work for a radio station, the last thing they want to listen to is that radio station. But when I got off the air, I wanted to listen to Freddie and I wanted to listen to Jed yeah. and Dusty and find out what they were playing because K-Rock 
was such and remains such a unique animal. Yeah, it's different now. I didn't even know Stryker and Klein worked here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't even. I don't even know who they are. I just heard their name the other day. Are they uh-huh. part of the station? <laughs> I don't even know. I love. I, will, I love Strike. Oh, he's the I best. Do so I will say this though: is that what you're saying about the listeners is spot on. Yeah. Like hardcore listeners. Thirty years right here. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty. I started listening in '89. It's not possible. You're like 25. Well, I so yeah. that's not possible. You look good. Black <laughs> doesn't crack. It's it but, was in but, the womb. She was. <laughs> but I will say this: like we have comedians that have. Huge social media followings, yep. but they come here to sell tickets because the listeners are active. I mean, you, yeah. you heard the, Tar- the Tarantino interview recently yes. where he talks about one of the reasons he focuses so much on music in his movies is because of K-Rock, yeah. wow. which is crazy, crazy to hear. Yeah. In a few years ago, uh, a guy ran into Judd Aptow, and, yep. and he said, yeah, oh my gosh, K-Rock. Listen to you on K-Rock all the time. And I was like, do you know you're Judd Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. happened a lot of times yeah. where people come in and they say, I've been listening to your show forever, and I go... You're, but what? Yeah. Well, I can't get my head around that. I know it's it's weird. It's really it's bizarre. Weird, yeah. All right, let's take a phone call because this will get us into our next uh, project, our next discussion. Betty in Woodland Hills, thank you for holding on. You're welcome. Good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, yeah, my daughter Marge wanted me to call, knowing Richard was going to be on, and ask about his new book, which is a novel, SPQR. Hey. This is so different, Richard, from anything you've ever done, at least from my knowledge. What made you decide to write a novel like this? Well, you know, I started writing screenplays, and I've had a few made, which has been uh, you know, really lucky. I wrote for a sci-fi show on the UPN before it became sure. uh, oh wow. my God, CW. I wrote, okay. uh, I wrote, it was called Seven Days. It was a time travel thing. You'd go back seven days and fix what had happened. And I wrote the season two finale, which I called The Cure. Hey, nice. nice. And uh, the um, hero had to break his way into Depeche Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> you write what you, you know, so man. Yeah, you write you know. what so you much. know. Quite veiled. Yeah. And then uh, I wrote a uh, movie called Long Lost Son for Lifetime, which uh, starred Gabriel Lanois and, um, oh, I'm going to forget his name. He went on to Gossip Girl and he's now in The Boys on Amazon. Oh, I like that. Really show too. good looking guy. Like Chase Crawford? Chase, Chase Crawford, there you yeah. Go. That was his first movie and he was fantastic in it. And so and you I, wrote the Avengers, from what I heard. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> right. no, Manche- yeah, Manchester oh, yeah. by the Sea. Right, right, right. That's right. right. That, right. Was, that was good. Goodwill Hunting, of course. Oh, you know. right. Well, no, yeah. but uh, so I, to Betty's question, like, why well, a historical novel? Um, it was one of my thoughts. It was like I always try and go for a high concept that people haven't done before. That's I don't, the opposite I, of me. But go ahead. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to recycle <laughs> something. Right. And I've always loved uh, American history, and I've always loved European history, and I thought. What if they came together, but prior Columbus, what would have happened if a small group of Romans, just a small group, not a legion, because a legion would have changed America's history forever. If 42 Romans had somehow made it across the North Atlantic and ended up in what is today North Carolina. And these 42 troops, which were, you know, the equivalent of Navy SEALs, Mm -hmm. and they, they had all the weaponry they had a language because there was no written language. They had metal. There was no metal in North America. They had a horse. No horses in North America. Most people don't know that. Horses didn't exist in North America until uh, 1515. And you said you researched this with the Mohawk? Gray Eagle Porter. He's uh, an elder of the Mohawk tribe. Right. I wanted to make sure I wasn't being insulting because you can't call 
Native Americans in 55 BC Native Americans because there was no America. Mm. Right, right. so that makes sense. So when they first, the Romans first encounter them, they're barbarians, they're savages, they're natives. But as these 42 warriors get to know them, they become people. That's all. They don't become warriors. And they didn't just conquer them? Like when they just come in and just conquer? No, because they're led by a general who'd been pulled back in, who didn't want to fight again. He was being forced to go and invade Britain because okay. Caesar lost the first. In, it's all based on truth. Right. Caesar lost the first invasion of England. He was driven back in the sea. Pompey says, we've got to beat Caesar back. We're going to go now and get this general. He's fought barbarians. He can take Britain out. They send this fleet over. It's late summer. It runs into a hurricane. The entire fleet is wiped out. The 15th, the legend of the, the lost legion, the 15th legion is gone. But one ship survives. And it's blown halfway across the Atlantic. Wow. The, the main mast is gone. They can't sail back against the wind. They have to go with the wind, rig a temporary sail, and the wind's blowing west. Wow. And by the time they get there, there's only 42 left. And this one general has already wanted to put down his sword. He's been forced back into it. Otherwise, his farm is going to be burned. His people are going to be hung on crosses or made slaves. So he's forced into the legion. He's befriended by this peaceful tribe. And for a year and a half, they interact with the what are now Native Americans. Yeah. Learn the language, become part of them. But unfortunately, his oath is forcing him to go back to Rome. Mm. And Pompey's son is there. He's, you know, the evil guy there saying, we've got to go back to Rome. We're going to put together a fleet. We're mm. going to come back. We're going to enslave these people. Conquer, We're going to yeah. conquer this land. We're going wow. to color its future. How long have I known you? I've, I had no idea you were that interested yeah. in history. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Did, I mean, yeah. He, he, Kevin's like, I thought you were stupid, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. But then, it's but so inventive. Like, yeah. It's so my brain does not work. Yeah. I love changing of history stories. Same. There's a lot now, obviously, yeah. with uh, Man the High Tower and uh, yeah. the one on, on Apple that says Russia got to the moon first. Mm-hmm. Right. Like all of those things just really interest me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, so the general is trapped. And, and of course, there's a love story. He falls in love with the chief's daughter, wow. they, and he doesn't want to leave. He's found the peace that he found with his previous wife who died in the plague, and he never thought he would love again. And it's like, why do I have to leave these people and then cause their deaths by these legions coming yeah. back? Wow. wow. With, it's a dilemma. With, with the banner SPQR. Uh, and but, that's why the name SPQR. Yeah, mm-hmm. So they build the boat. And they've got this great captain that he has picked who's going to try and get them across the dark sea, Mertarabosian, which is now the Atlantic. And on the eve of them leaving, a great evil falls on this tribe. And this tribe is a peaceful tribe. They're one with the great spirit. They don't fight. And this great evil comes. And these 42 men have this choice. Hmm. Do we go or do we stay and protect this tribe and some leave because Pompey's son wants to go back but 30 remain and say we will fight for you and uh, Demetrius says this is now our home these are now our people. Hey, spoiler it. alert at some I know. point. I know. I know. I know. I know. And then I Michael know. Jackson right. shows I, up and he plays yeah. a tape and it's, and it's a pretty fun. young thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> I can't but, not listen to Richard Blade. Like, I, I can listen to your voice tell me anything. Like, yeah. Richard yeah. The last thing I'll say yes. is the chief's daughter says, we've encountered this plague before 
and plague is a, a bad word for him because he's lost his wife. Uh-uh. He lost everything. Right. He says, she says, you do not know what is coming. I love you. Get on that boat wow. and go. And he says, I can't. I have to stay and fight for you. Wow. And the last third of the book, I promise you, and I, I know this is going to sound, you know, like, look at me. I'm so great. It is the most epic battle you have ever seen. And it builds. Every part of the battle is different, building and it building. It sounds like building. you loved writing this book. Um, I, I, you know what? I loved it. writing it. I saw it I, in 69. You know, I mean, you've done so Alias. Picture, you've done yeah. so many shows. Right. I, I, I saw it. And the amazing thing was the different things that happened as I was writing. Characters did things that I didn't know they were going to do. Wow. And That's cool. Would you like to see this as a movie? Oh, I'd love to. I wrote it initially as a screenplay right. in 2003 and met with some really, really, really big producers. And two of them packaged it. And it came back at $160 million, which meant 320 because you double the budget for promotion. And they said, we can't risk an untried writer. With so that, here we so, are. But that, so I had two books I wanted to write, two mm-hmm. fictional ones, and I ran it by a lot of people, and they all said, "Oh my gosh, you have to write SPQR," and it's got so many twists in it. I promise, it also, it'll it'll be a movie in no time because it, it's already what number one in pre-sales. In pre-sale, yeah, it it really is what they call high concept. I mean, Romans versus a great evil in America. You know, it and and it lays the basis. Mm-hmm for the most terrifying Native American legend that there is, a real one. All right, Richard, I hate to do this because you're finally back home, but yeah. we're out of time. <laughs> Get out of I'm here. I'm so sorry for that. Uh, no. But we're always excited to have you here. I will, I will come in for anything. You know, I, I listened to the uh, last broadcast with Kevin and Bean, mm-hmm. and I, I just have to say I had tears in my eyes because really, you know, I did the morning show for a long time, and I, I say in, in, in the first book, you guys were better than we were. I mean, I'll I, tell I, you, for three or four years, we got letters going, you're no Richard Blade. Yeah. For a uh, long, no. <laughs> long time. No, I, I so. have, I, it couldn't have gone to a, a better team, and you carry the flag so well, and K Rock continues to be, you know, the number one terrestrial radio station on the planet. So there's only two, there's only two radio stations that I think compete for that title. Mm hmm. And one is 5,000 miles away. It's BBC Radio 1 sure. and K-Rock. Those two stations, if you took every other radio off the air, we, we wouldn't miss it. Because you'd, would there be a K-Rock and there'd be a BBC Radio Richard 1. Blade. So, thank you. Richard Blade, one of the people that built hey. K-Rock. So, SPQR is the name of the book. on pre-sale till Monday, and it's only two ninety nine on Kindle. Uh, on wow. Monday, it goes up. I, I have bruises from not only the grandma, but from Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, okay. From beating Excellent. him down to two ninety nine if you order it on Kindle. <laughs> nice work. Richard, we love you. Love you. You're thank welcome you anytime. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Time to check in with R.J. Bell. Because he's R.J. All right, R.J. Bell every week uh, comes on the show and he picks uh, games for us. Last week you were one and two. Yep, yep. Um, Creeping on 50%, R.J. Let me me tell you something. Here's the way to think about it. We're around Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. That's the rumor. 
Imagine if you went to a person's house every week, not just once a year, Mm -hmm. every week, and for five years you've had great meals. Right, sure. Now, if you have a couple bad meals in a row, do you think the person's changed? Or do you think maybe you've changed? No, no. Or maybe it's just luck, right? We've had a bad run. Yeah. Let's turn it around. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm with you. Let's turn it around. All right. For the picks this week, you got the big dog Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half over the New York Jets. Yeah. Andy Dalton. If you're an NFL fan, you've heard of Andy Dalton. He's the quarterback for the Bengals. He's had a good career. Not a great career. Good. What happened, though, a couple weeks ago, the Bengals said, you know, we're going to bench you, even though you're clearly the better quarterback and bring this fourth-round draft choice in. Well, the fourth-round draft choice did not do very well. And additionally, the team really was demoralized because they knew that Andy Dalton was better. This week, Andy Dalton's back, and I think it not only helps with a better quarterback, it helps the motivation on the Bengals. On the other hand, the Jets, they've had some a couple of good games. They just killed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was one of the more impressive games of the year against the Raiders, Well, what do we know about life? You're never as good as when you're running high. You're never as bad as when you're running low. I think the Jets are a little overrated at this point. Andy Dalton and the Bengals will take plus three and a half, three and a half Bengals. All right. Your best bet is uh, New England Patriots minus three over the Houston Texans. Now, it's easy to say Bill Belichick is a genius. And if there's any genius in football, it's Bill Belichick. But when does a genius get to really exploit and we'll use that word, exploit the other team, is when the other coach isn't very good. So we often talk about how good Belichick is. We don't talk about what that means in a given game. Houston has a coach that is in the bottom half, if not bottom quarter, of the league. And historically, when Houston has played the Patriots, Patriots have done exceptionally well. Belichick has the number of this Texans team, and we're only laying three here. Yeah, low, very low. And it's a yeah, no doubt. And it's a game the Patriots not need to win, but it's an important one because Houston's had a pretty good year for the playoffs. This matters. I think it's the coaching edge that's most important. We're taking the Patriots minus three over Houston. All right, and your big game pick is between the Lions and the Bears. This is a little Thanksgiving bonus. (laughs) And here's what we know. When you've got a routine, it's easier to do strange things where it's like, oh, you know, you guys get up very early in the morning. If someone tried to do that completely new, it'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's 415 and I'm up. For you guys, it's second nature, right? Unfortunately, not always fun, but mm-hmm. second Correct, nature. Yes. The Lions are playing an early game early on Thanksgiving. You know what the Lions do every year? They play an early game on Thanksgiving at home, and because of that, it's not going to affect them near as much as it will the Bears. It's not like the Bears never do this, but there's just a big advantage to doing it all the time that the market's not accounting for. So we're going to take the Lions, and we're also looking to, in a way, bet against the Bears because this is a team that's underperformed, and they're out of the playoff hunt. You just wonder what they're playing for. Motivation is a question with the Bears. Because of that, and the Lions being familiar with Thanksgiving, tomorrow we'll take in the Lions plus three and a half. All right, so the big dog is Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half over the New York Jets. The best bet is New England Patriots minus three over the Houston Texans. And your big game pick is Detroit Lions plus three and a half Mm -hmm. over the Chicago Bears. You can get hold of RJ on Twitter at RJ in Vegas. The website is pregame.com. The podcast is RJ Bell's Dream Preview. You can get that at iTunes. And uh, the daily radio show is straight out of Vegas with RJ Bell 
and that is on Fox Sports Radio from 3 to 4 every day. RJ, you're the best. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Because he's RJ And now, associate producer Christine reads the recipe for a perfect Thanksgiving turkey. Place salt and brown sugar in a medium bowl and work together with your fingers until incorporated. Insert fingers under skin to loosen from the breast meat. Place turkey on a wire rack set inside a rimmed baking sheet. Sprinkle dry brine all over outside and inside of turkey, patting to adhere and nudging some into crevices. Remove turkey from wire rack. The turkey most likely will release some liquid into the pan. Place turkey breast side up on rack and tuck wings under underneath. Using your fingers, loosen skin on breast. Work four tablespoons of butter under skin, spreading evenly over both breasts. Tie legs together with kitchen twine and pour one cup of water into the baking sheet. Roast the turkey, rotating the pan halfway through. The skin should be deep golden brown, shiny and crispy. Enjoy! That was associate producer Christine reading the recipe for the perfect Thanksgiving Turkey, I need a towel. Oh, oh. mugs. Whoa. Wow, that went Whoa. south quick. Disgusting. Mugs. I don't know. That, that recipe sounded doctored. I don't know if that was exactly how it's worded. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Thanksgiving food. Yeah, I. You. we all have children. Yes. Here, yes. My, mine will only be eating uh, oatmeal <laughs> come Thanksgiving <laughs> at six months. But you guys have went through the whole, the gamut of ages on mm-hmm. Thanksgivings. And I found an article online that was called, Let Your Kids Eat Nothing But Rolls on Thanksgiving. Nothing But Rolls. That's the headline. And it, I, it ran on a website called Lifehacker. I am telling you, I may have checked... 25 times to make sure this wasn't fake or on like an onion website. Because it sounds made up. It It, sounds disgusting. It's through the AV Club, but it is a completely real parenting article. Okay. Uh, It's written by someone named Megan Walbert, and it's time perfectly, obviously, for tomorrow's holiday if you're a parent or you'll be taking care of a child during the feast, okay? Now, I think as a child, I remember being told things like, aren't you going to eat your grandma's famous cranberry sauce? Come on, take some. Or, you know, like, you kind of get... Tossed onto Aunt Vivian's fruit salad, you know? Yeah, you're sort of the ambrosia salad. Yes, the ambrosia salad. Like, basically, the things (laughs) you don't want to have, these these things are sort of uh, forced onto you. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do, but, uh, well. But also, uh, like, I love most of it. Yeah, I I think it's a bit, but I will say this. Having, my kids are now uh, almost 9 and 11, Mm -hmm. and there was a time in which they just ate the roll. Like, that just, you know, and like, I guess, I feel like this article saying, just enjoy your meal if they just eat rolls. Oh. They're not going to die for that This is one very meal. much sort of in line with what, what she's saying. Okay. According to Walbert, she says that children are, likely, uh, children are likely to pass on food to Thanksgiving because they find them confusing or visually unappealing. <laughs> okay. So, for example, sure. she says stuffing to a lot of six, seven-year-olds might look like barf. Uh, green beans lack the appeal of, say, French fries to them. Uh, also, Kevin, this could be about you. Uh, <laughs> they'd rather just eat the marshmallows than the actual uh, casserole you put them in. I mean, I'm with that. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. So yeah. since the holiday that's is strong. such a large Accurate. focus on the meal, right? Actual dietitians in the article believe that we force unrealistic expectations on children to sort of finish their plates. Oh, well, by the way, that was always a huge thing. Eat 
everything on your plate. Don't right. you know they're starving kids in Africa? That's what my parents told yes. me a thousand times. And then we all grew up and got fat. We were right. like, oh, wait, bad advice. Right. Turns right, out right, that right. wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Uh, she explains that only the bread and mashed potatoes will actually appease children deep down and just let them lead the way and make their own decisions. I agree with this Dude, article. So it's, just let them eat whatever interests them on that is, day. And on this day. It's one meal, and it's true. Like those green, That green bean casserole is disgusting to mm-hmm. like most kids. It looks yeah. crazy. And stuffing is weird. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of business, you know, and kids have a very, like, you know what they have? They have a lot of taste buds. They have a lot. Do of, they have more? They than... have more than we. That's why coffee tastes bad to them because mm-hmm. it, it's bitter. It's so kids don't eat things that are poisonous. It was like you know, it's just oh, like okay. biological. So, so. Are, so you're saying that if your kids were like, I just keep handing the the rolls, you would be fine with it because it's a special day. And and also right. like the article does focus on sort of the family aspect of it. Like this is the last thing we should be focusing on on Thanksgiving. Don't nag. Enjoy. They're just saying just, just enjoy. You're they clearly eat. not raised in a Jewish household. <laughs> Uh, Walbert condemns the holiday by saying we put on the quote unquote stretchy pants and chastise ourselves for not stopping at seconds, even as we continue for thirds. We're talking about how much we're overdoing it while egging on our kids to do the exact same and eat more. Well, I mean, it makes us feel like less guilty if everyone's doing it. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, I'm going for thirds, but everyone else, come yeah. on. This is the kid in high school who smokes weed. <laughs> right, come exactly. on, I'll give you a free one. Uh, <laughs> other relatives may also force this food on your young. Make sure your kids understand ahead of time that they can politely decline anything they don't want with a simple no thank you. Hmm. I like it. I really do. Interesting. I do. It's sort of relaxing your expectations and just in trying to enjoy. Makes but I do remember as a kid not wanting to eat, like I remember green beans look Garbage. Yeah, I remember they still look garbage. Cranberry. I was like, this looks awful. Yeah. Everything to me looked bad except the things that I was comfortable with already eating. I ate all the sweet things: the cranberry sauce, Fruit the ambrosia salad. I'd have a little bit of turkey just because I'd have a little bit, but mm-hmm. every, that was it. It was like I'd have ambrosia salad, you with gravy. I mean, I well, feel like I gravy it up. As a kid, I would just I, I feel <laughs> I like, gravy everything on the plate. Well, that's the thing. If given the opportunity, I would just drink the gravy. <laughs> exactly. you know what? There's a difference because some gravy is like a real, like almost like a jus, like a like oh yeah, thinner. And my mom's gravy is not, and it is gl- not my favorite. My, oh, okay. My really? in-laws. Can we call her? <laughs> my in-laws don't do stuffing; they right? do uh, dressing. Sure. Which okay. is basically being like, can I have petroleum oil? Like, it's it's very, yeah. it's a completely different item. Yes. And I think that it's based on what you were raised eating. How yes. do you walk that tightrope with in-laws, though? I was straight up, man. You were? Because well, I was like, what <laughs> is I straight Why up am said, I eating oil? Well, I said, what is this? I just straight up said, what is this? Uh-huh. Like, Alf. At a, <laughs> like, like, I was like an like alien a... at, this, at, this, at this tradition I had never seen. And I said, what is this? And they said, oh, this is dressing. And I go, oh. And, I, and then I said, well, you don't. That my favorite thing's not here. And they said, oh, this is our stuffing. This is our dressing. Oh, really? So yeah. they substituted for that. Yes. You can't now, have both? Well, I, since I, I've entered the family, oh, we okay. now do both. I, I got to look at the recipe on what the difference is between dressing and stuffing. Well, it's... this is this was a, ju- a juicier type of thing. Uh, well, that, you lost me at juicy. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I quickly looked up dressing versus stuffing. The one glaring technical difference I found between the two is how they're cooked. According to most dictionaries, stuffing is defined as a mixture used to stuff another food, traditionally poultry, before cooking, whereas dressing is cooked in a pan outside of the turkey cavity. That is what I feel. It's almost like its is own panned right? dish. Well, we we do. So the only difference is not being put inside the. the... Because it's really not good to co- like the the one that's cooked inside mm-hmm. is really not healthy for you because you can really. Oh, how dare you! I'm, no, no, it's not the health. It's it, it's Thank the you. fact that it could be. Um, 
poisoned? Yeah. Well, no, it's it's it doesn't get cooked up. Oh, like well. salmonella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. What really? You're yeah. So they. I mean, we've always done it outside. My mom and my mom's. Well, she still calls it stuffing, and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Oh, all right. So. Uh, well, the author goes on to say, memories can be made with a plateful of all the fixins or two fistfuls of bread. It doesn't matter what they actually eat. What about sugar fish? Can well, I that- <laughs> that's a great question. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie is uh, off this week. Marin Dungy has yes. been very fantastic filling in today. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Thanks, guys. It's really dream fun. come true. Dream really true. Fun. Thank you so much. Uh, well, what's happening? Let's talk about what's happening. Deadpool director Tim Miller says that he exited the franchise due to friction with Ryan Reynolds. Don't aren't there certain projects, and this is one of them for me, where you want them to all be a big happy family and Completely. be having a oh, great yeah. time, especially when you're talking Deadpool. Yes, money. yeah, and yeah. It, it, it was the number one highest R-rated opening ever, even still beating the Joker. Like nothing else has beat it. Um, but in the uh, wake of his Terminator Dark Fate's lukewarm box office performance. Uh, he is stepping away. It became clear Ryan wanted to be in control of the franchise. And you can work that way as a director quite successfully, but I cannot. He says, if I can't win, I don't want to play. Mm. Which sounds... Rejected! Wow. I'm fighting words. That is. Yeah. That's not normal Hollywood press release. No. And that's probably softened from what reality yeah. is. Right, yeah. right, right, right. A bit. So uh, we'll be interested to see what happens and who takes over the franchise. Um, I'm going to bring you some good news. Yes. Even though it's Friday or what, Wednesday. It feels like a Friday. Do you want the, the echo? Story. Yeah. Good news. Wait, hold on. hold on. You'll get it. Can I get my... Yeah. Good news. Ooh, I love it. All right. I mean, technically it's great news, but sure. This is this is great news. Because, okay, good. All right, so there was... This is it. It starts with hideous news that mm-hmm. there was a, an auction of some items that Hitler had. That's my great news! <laughs> <laughs> but a Lebanese businessman bought everything for 600,000 euro to block any neo-Nazis from buying the the said items. 600,000? Really? Yeah. That seems like the right move. Wow. I mean, I hate to to be, yeah, I hate to be the other guy bidding. (laughs) I want it for real. (laughs) I'm a Nazi. He wanted to stop the anti-Semitism from spreading over Europe and the world. So I think that that is, you know, he doesn't want the objects to fall into the wrong hands and to be used by people with dishonest dishonest intentions. Mm Uh, I think that's some great news. Do you guys know the TV show, The Man in the High Castle? Indeed. Yeah, what if Hitler succeeded? Yes. Yes. So they deal with a whole lot of swastikas on that show. Like they have, all their costumes have it or whatever. And I watched this viral video the other day about what they do with all of them. And what do they do? They have a very uh, intense process of cutting them into a lot of pieces. Uh, Each one gets cut into, like basically shredded into maybe a hundred pieces on just a small patch. And then all of those get burned in sort of a, uh, not a ceremony, but they definitely make a big deal out of it. Question. Oh. Yes. Well, could you not just burn them without cutting them? I guess they said there might be, I don't know, wrong hands, I think. Or maybe that as... like puts it like in the air, like some sort of weird like ma- magic juju. I don't know. Hitler's like... juice. <laughs> some Hitler juice. I don't <laughs> so, know. Ooh, some oh. Hitler aura. I don't know. Maybe they don't even want the smell out there. I don't know. I, I guess I guess not. So, yeah. uh, But I think it might be because I don't know if they're in charge of the burning. So I think they are making sure they don't like get right, right. passed on by the delivery service. I like it. I mean, yeah. it does seem important. I think they should stop hiring Nazis to deliver it, though. <laughs> that is a ballsy move. <laughs> That's, I'm going to end with some good news about ends. Okay. Uh, perennium sunning is the latest insanity wellness influencers swear by. What is Okay, the perennium. Uh, that is putting 30-second sunlights on your butthole. Mm-hmm. You will receive more energy from this electric node than you would for an entire day of being outside with your clothes on. Okay. Like Says an influencer who goes by the name of Raw of Earth. Okay. All right, let me just, let me just see Perennium, if I let's just get that out of the way. It is the neither nor, the taint. 
Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. But 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the same as 24 hours? Apparently. Uh, they say that, um, and I'm quoting, butt chugging vitamin D mm-hmm. not only helps them sleep better, but helps regulate hormones. <clears throat> Stop I mean, making my sons horny. Uh- <laughs> Ah, thank you, Allie. I mean, I'm willing to try it yeah. if the show needs somebody to try it. I mean, we definitely to need you to try it. it out. Yeah. yeah, I think actually the perineum is the uh, the, the correct perineum. Oh. Really, perineum. Yeah, huh. the neither nor. But uh, so, hey, if you're looking for some fun this holiday season, right? Get in there. Get out but there. Chug some vitamin Please D. Please call yeah. now. Nope, you don't need to call. <laughs> Don't call. <laughs> okay. uh, we're going to have some celebrity birthdays today. Michael Vartan, my former co-star from Alias. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Jillian White, from Steve, Ur- who was Steve Urkel on Family Matters. I don't have to take this. I'm going home. Manolo Blahnik, Bill Nye, the science guy. Charlotte Copley from District 9. And another co-star of mine, Allison Pill from Picard. Happy birthday, guys. I'm sorry, you mentioned Picard. What is that? Picard mm-hmm. is a new show that's coming out, uh, CBS All Access, in yes. January. Mm-hmm. And I might it's be... It's about Picard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a little bit of Dungey. Just All a right. little bit. A little bit of Dungey on it? Coming. Can right. I pitch something real quick? Sure. Yes, please. This is for after Picard. And I'm, I'm post, available. Post Picard. Post Picard. I'm available. <laughs> I'm a showrunner. Right. I've executive produced and head. Ri- I've been a head writer before. Uh, Crocodile Dungey. All right. With Cock. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Which would also be the sequel to my superhero movie, Black Magic. Yeah. Oh, very good also. <laughs> Thank you. The Crocodile Dungey. You yeah. you move to Australia. I like it's it. It's the flip, but you're playing yourself. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. You do all the same <laughs> stuff. No, right. But see, I can only do it with like a weird like. You like, can do it. No, that is, oh, no. That's not annoying. Actually, I, believe, annoy. I think that you annoy everyone out there. So it's totally fine. You do their accent. <laughs> right. You're like, trip on a bobby. You like fall. For, you're like, where's Steve Owen? You don't know he died. Like, <laughs> all the stuff. You. It's just a, it's a great idea. Crocodile Dungey coming to you 2020. There you go. 2020. Uh, I'm Marin Dungey filling in for uh, Ali McKay, and that is what is happening. And you're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for coming in. And you drive home today, listen to a striker inclined commercial free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Have an amazing Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. everybody. Have a great holiday. We will be back on Monday, and all next week we have tickets for the K Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you tickets on the floor. For both nights, and we're going to give you Bud Light Platinum VIP passes as well. Mm-hmm. All of that for one winner every single day next week on The Kevin and Bean Show. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.